It's game day. Game day. Game you know, because we in the playoffs. You y'all, know. y'all haven't been in the playoffs in, like, forever. Hey, my Niners are in the playoffs right now, yeah. all right? And we it's, the number one seed. It, it stays Bronco game. I'm sorry. What time do you guys play today? Oh, uh, oh, 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 it's okay. Who's hey. won the most recent Super Bowl? Um, The Patriots? Um, Out of the two teams we're talking about. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Who won the, the last time who, you guys who won the won most Super Bowl? All right, in the nineties, all right. Exactly. No, okay, but I've been alive for that. I could at least watch that. Good God. All right. Hey, it's all right. We'll take your boy to the Super Bowl. It's fine. Yeah, that's hey. like yeah. You guys hey. need. You guys just started winning. We've been winners. Okay, no, hold up. All right, because when we brought on Garoppolo, I was like, "Don't sleep on my Niners." I was like, if we're healthy I next year. I said that. I knew Garoppolo was going to be dead. No, and then we got injured last year, and we had, like, the most injuries. Yeah. And I'm still repping my team. I was repping my team since the beginning. So I don't want to hear any To be anymore. honest, Kyle Shanahan should be on the Broncos, but John Elway dropped the ball and decided to go with a goddamn sorry-ass coach, Vance Joseph. And I'm like, Kyle Shanahan should be here right now. That should be us. I'm looking at you guys. You guys are a reflection of us. Do you know how many, like, we're we connected in so many ways? Because, like, John Lynch and John Elway, they're, like, buddies. They both went to Stanford. Yeah. And, like, all these trades, we help each other out all the time. So, oh, yeah. basically, you're welcome. I mean, thank you. Broncos Broncos country, welcome. You know, you're welcome. Bronco country, welcome? I don't know. But just saying that we're part of your success. I'm just saying, like. We gave you Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> You're welcome. What did we give you guys for that? Uh, we just picks. bought them out? Oh. We, get, we got two picks out of it. Oh, okay. But, okay. Because, like, we're... I feel like we're just a team that's kind of thrown together. Like, we we picked up a bunch of different people from a bunch of different spots. You know, no, no one big. No, you guys drafted well, too. Yeah, but I'm... Like, oh Nick Bosa is fucking... He's, okay, he's good. Bosa, uh, yeah. But, like... Bosa... No, you, all your defense alignment, if you check your defense alignment... All first round picks, and they're all yours. So like, yeah. you guys did well because well, we, that. yeah, we did shitty. Because we had to get rid of Jed York. Like, fuck, that yeah. was fucking us up. And then you got um, Richard Sherman in the backfield. Ooh, He's a, a great leader. D Ford back. Yeah, D Ford. Um, what's the other one that got hurt? Was it uh, Quan Alexander? Yeah, yeah, he should be back. Um, you guys are loaded, but and um, Jerkiski. I don't know what that is. Uh, he's a a safety. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but, you guys are loaded. Yeah, um, we, we help. You guys going to have a tough time, though, with uh, the Vikings. No, the fuck we're not. Yes, you are. No. Do you? They're loaded on offense, bro. But we're all healthy. I get that. Like, but we finally got, like, a week rest. We haven't had a week rest since, what, week three? I mean, yeah, we'll see. But I'm just saying, like, bi- you can't sleep on the Vikings. No. I, okay. Vikings or the Titans... Are those type of teams where you're like, how the fuck did they get to the championship? Or how did they get to the... All right, the- but I feel confident in the team, like, the way they've been playing recently. Yeah. Like, Garoppolo's finally, like, on firing on all cylinders. You know, the defense, like, they kind of slacked a little, but they're stepping it up near the end. You know? Oh, you guys won some tough games. The best, like- the, the best player I love on your team is George Kittle. Oh, like, I, George Kittle is like, oh, man, I want to be buddies with him. It goes, it's George Kittle... Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. 
They're all tight ends, but I feel like if I hung out with them, I'd be like, those are my those are my people right there. Kittle Kittle's the kind of person that like you'd be walking down the street, be like, Kittle be like, hey, what's up? Hey, no, come here, come here. No, don't don't yeah, cheer he, from there. Like, come well, up here. It's like hair and shit. Like For those of you that don't know who George Kittle is, he's the one that uh say, Can you smell what the Niners and the Rock shot him out to? And I was like, That's dope. Yeah. But he's like such a like down-to-earth guy he's, he's a great he's I all about he's a great leader and like people yeah. respond well to him yeah um anyway speaking of my niners let's talk about ruts like being what? in a rut well because my niners are in a transition rut. right there no it's true because my niners were in a rut this whole time before they became successful again all right like i don't know how many since i've known you okay we only had one season where we were really outstanding and that's when we went to the super bowl and then after that, we just went downhill. Yeah. And so, like, we went you into a red. You know, time. and it was one of those, like, every time I went out with you guys, I wore my Niners jersey, and you're like, oh, here we go again with this shit. Yeah, you, you will, guys. But you will fucking wear it to a fucking Bronco <laughs> bar. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Like, Well, because, like, my Niners would be playing at the same time. I would only wear it if my Niners true. were playing and, at the same time. <laughs> all right. He'll be watching it, like, a little bit while we're over here cheering and shit. And, he, and he's like, yeah, like, my Niners are getting demolished right now i'm like yeah yeah it's whatever you're like oh because you but suck. i respect you though like you you don't you're not ashamed to wear like your jersey in front of other people you know i always tell everyone i go i got four teams um i got the niners the warriors the giants and the sharks i mean we can talk about soccer but they no one really cares about american soccer but those are my teams, and I've always stuck by those teams no matter what. Like, since you've known me, I've always represented those teams. Yeah. Through, like, the thick and thin, but, like, the last, from 2010 up until now, like, we had a great year for my teams. Oh, the Warriors? Yeah, you're like, spoiled. Warriors, Warriors balling out. My Giants won three World Series. True. They were the best team of the decade, hands down. Like, yeah. every, every single person ran an article. Like, my Niners started picking up, like, technically... If we win this, like, we were the last team to win in that, like, era, in that decade. So, there'd be a nice little cap off to that. My Sharks also did really good, but they're <coughs> kind of doing shitty right now. So, we ain't going to talk too much about the Warriors or, you know, my Sharks right now. But my Niners, we in this. But I saw that meme you, you gave me. Uh, well, you didn't. I, mean, I you sent it to everyone? everyone? Yeah. That, <laughs> if you need to see that movie, Uncut Gems, that movie is... Yeah, you will love no. that movie. There's that one. There's Moneyball. Um, you it talks seen about Moneyball. No, I have seen Moneyball. Oh. Moneyball is a good one. It's about a uh, the '89 Athletics. Yeah, was a team it, thrown yeah. together. I mean, that's how the 2010 Giants were. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We're talking about being in a rut because before you can be successful, like you gotta like you gotta walk through the trenches. You gotta be in that rut. Yeah, you know, every single person goes through a rut. Even when you are successful, people go through a rut. Yeah, so all the like. Time. There's times that we talked about at the beginning of last year. We're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to shoot this. We're going to shoot that. And then we just hit a rut where it's like, oh, man, I'm just so tired. I don't want to do this. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to shoot this picture right now. Like how many times did we say, yeah, let's record. And then like we just didn't have time. Yeah. You know, so this year, obviously, we're more on top of it. But it's one Starting of those things off, where, yes. you know, we're aware of it now and we understand like what's going to happen. You know, and we both have the drive like, no, we need to get this done. We need to do this. So well, I'm I'm definitely in a different mindset. Um, even with me make like making leaps and bounds uh, from last year, I'm still I still needed to grow more and figure out a way for me to be more assertive. 
You know what I'm saying? So Right. I mean, uh, everyone handles ruts differently. Everyone handles, like, I call it, um, you're in a car and your tires are just spinning in the mud. Like, everything's going. You want to move forward, but you're just slowly sinking, and just, that's what it is. It's hard to... Um, last year, it, yeah. like, obviously, I had my, you know, troubles and demons that I had to, like, face on its own, but I still produce some type of content, you know, which was, like, it wasn't the best content. It wasn't, like, my best content, you know, but it was still something out there, you know. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that I helped produce and push out there. So if I could do it through my stuff, you know, anyone could really do it through their stuff. Especially you, like, now you got the green screen and, like, you know, the Photoshop lights. And here I am, fidgeting with goddamn things again. I, I swear. Know. Like, I'm sorry. They're I, there for I you, gotta, like, Yeah. All there for okay. you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Go ahead and touch like, those black little things. Don't, don't say it like that. Hey, that's It's an meant. audio medium, all right? Hey, man. These go to hey, like, it's 2020. Oh my god, stop. I can't even defend myself <laughs> go right ahead now. And I don't even know you right now. <laughs> just tip, just tip. Are you done? I'm done. Hey. Oh my god. Hey. All right, you know, we're going to end this early. I'm going to head out. <laughs> we out of here. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so you got like your equipment and everything. Um, we bought like a bunch of equipment. You know, and we're like slowly getting to use everything. We're slowly doing everything. Um, my car is a big factor in all this because it's actually able to get stuff done. Right. You know, so it's not like, oh, man, like I have to go run and do this. Like, no, let's go knock this out really quick. Like I picked you up, what, like around 11? You know, we got all our stuff done. We're back and we're recording. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so and I still got to shoot a video later and I want to get a picture later. I don't know if I'll time for that, but we can make time. And we'll find a way, but because that's I still gotta catch my game. Like I said, you no, know, it's no. that's what I said. Like, it's one of I get those, it, like, it's, <clears throat> I've been in that mode when it's a it's a playoff game. Like that shit is different. Like everything comes secondary almost. So you're like I need to watch my fucking. Well, because it's so hard. Okay, so like even now I'm gonna go on a bit of a tangent a bit, and I'm catching myself now. All right, like it's so different when it comes to a football playoff game because it's one and done. Absolutely, like that's it's it. Not like. You it's know, not like baseball, NBA, it's NBA. not like hockey, it's not like the NBA, you know, where they can play five to seven games, you know, it's like, ah, oh, it's okay, I can miss the first one, it's fine, like, my team isn't really even playing at full people, but when it comes to football, it's like, oh, man, like, like how many times they're, they're do you done. actually get in there? Like, and the fact that your team, like, does shitty, like, almost an entire decade, and then finally makes the playoffs as yeah. the first seed, like, that's a, that hits a little bit differently, right. you know, so... But it's true, like, they had to suffer, and they had to go through, like, all the hardships. Like, being a fan, anyone that knows Bay Area sports, I call it torture. <laughs> like, I don't know how many times, like, we watched stuff, and I was like, just score a damn basket, score a damn goal. Like, get a base hit, you know, just make yeah. a play, you know, to get us there. Like, look at all our games all through, like, the entire year. Like, how many times did we win a game by a touchdown or a field goal? You right. know, and it was like, fuck, just make a play, Garoppolo, like make well, a you throw. You guys did though. That's we why did. you were the number one. I know, team. but I'm saying like it's that it's fine tor- line. It's torture the whole time because it's like one little slip up and that's it. You yeah. know, if Kittle didn't make that run against the Saints, if you know they didn't make the stop on the Seahawks on the one yard line, right. like inches, literal inches. Oh, that's real. You know, it's like, a fine line. And it's like you're sitting there, you're like, just make this damn play. Like we need this win. That's you why know? I think you guys are probably going to be good this year you have a chance to go to the super bowl because you always have those plays um during the season like when the broncos won um we won games that were like 
you know, neck and neck in like a fine line. And when something happens, like it can change everything. You know <coughs> right. what I'm saying? So like, that's why I feel like you guys are on that run. Could be, but you never know in the playoffs too, though. So yeah, the the whole any given Sunday type of yeah, thing. But so. I mean, so like, but before that, like we didn't Sorry, have Kittle. I couldn't hear what you said. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> sorry, my watch went off. <laughs> um, before the playoffs, before Kittle, before Bosa, before Garoppolo, before Sherman even came on their team, before Sanders, like we had Kaepernick, you know, and then Kaepernick had his whole controversial season, quote unquote. You know, and then after that, we didn't have anyone. Like, we had to suffer. And, like, you guys were good. I forgot. You guys were good a little bit uh, with Kaepernick. You guys almost went to the Super Bowl. No, we did go to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. We did. lost to the Ravens. Oh, yeah, true. And then, and we, then, were supposed to, and then we were supposed to go against you guys playing against Seattle. Um, and I told everyone, I go, if we went to the Super Bowl, we would have beat the Broncos. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely no, not. No, we were the better team at that. I, no, because, you were not. Yeah, we were contenders against no. Seattle. Seattle's defense was like legendary. Like, if we we didn't lose against we Seattle lost by that against much. them because their defense was so good. 49ers defense is not half no, that. but but the way you guys were playing, because um, Kaepernick was having like his best year. But you forgot that the Broncos had a legendary season. Peyton Manning broke the touchdown record in the season. Like. All we had, all wide receivers that were great, you know, and that's what changed. Okay, our... but how many times did he float a ball up in the air? No, bro. Yeah, you, you guys. Do you not smashed. know the score? Like you guys got smashed in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like the the Seattle's defense was great. Like I'm saying, super great, legendary. Okay, agree to disagree. Because it didn't happen, and we'll never see it happen. That's why I hate right? what ifs. Because I'm like, I'm getting like, worked up. Like, no. But I mean, because like I have to support my team. And like from what I, I saw, that. we were playing. But you have to be really realistic well. too. <laughs> okay, realistic. Neither. I of us feel won. like realistic, no one. Neither of us won that Super Bowl. Realistic, yes, but you brought it up. I promise you, ninety percent of people about... will be like, Broncos will definitely win that game. Okay, we had a legendary offense. Here, you go on a tangent right now because we're supposed to be talking about being in a rut. Hey man, <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. So I almost. <laughs> All right. So there's only two sports that Kiwan gets really heated on. That's <laughs> basketball and football. And when it comes to his teams, like right now, you guys are the hot team for basketball. Yeah. Like I, I see you guys play. But we don't get no like airplay at all. ESPN no. barely shows us. Um, I remember we played. I feel on... like that's part of like altitude sports problem too. No, that's not. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like national TV, where. Oh, okay, okay. We have the second best record in the West. But we barely getting shown. While Lakers get shown a lot, like Dallas gets shown a lot. They're like the seventh best team. I understand. Like Houston they, gets shown a lot. Yes. Um, the Clippers not so much. Clippers do. Now they do. So because well, so, I go off a of Bleacher Report, so I look at that. Oh, stuff. Yeah. So like you'll always see the Lakers. You'll always see Houston. Um, OKC is like popping up every now and then too. Kinda, but. <laughs> I'm like Chris Paul's Milwaukee having like gets popped up. Yeah, and Philadelphia, like they're not as good as Denver. We're not getting our just due, which is fine. I like being under the radar. So like, when right. we get to my Niners are the same way. Like you guys were like slept on for a little bit. Like everyone, everyone kept talking about it's like oh the Niners are like that team. Yeah, look at the teams they're playing against. I'm like we're a legit team. Like no, we yeah. did. And then after like we hit the one team, I'm like did no one see like. Because even my kids were like, 
man, your Niners suck. And I was like, why are we the one seed then? Like, yeah, yeah, we keep dipping out of it, but we're still, like, the top team. Like, we have the second best record in all of the NFL. Right. Like, behind behind the Ravens, who we lost to by, like, a field goal. Yeah. Like, that's not saying something. And Garoppolo wasn't even, like, throwing a bunch of passes that game. Like, that wasn't even his best game. That would be a good Super Bowl, though. So. Ravens versus Niners, that would be a good Super Bowl. But back to it again, all right? Hey, you brought it up, so. God, like I'm not to like this fight you like hey, this. Let's get it. Hey, I'll beat your ass right here. I don't care. Wow. I'll scrap. <laughs> I say that and I'm in the hospital. Like five minutes later. <laughs> All you hear is like sound. Sorry guys. If it I'll still post the shit. I'll be like fidgeting like publish. <laughs> yeah, you'll see the photos after. Yeah. Um, like me, just like But but yeah, so go ahead, gets heated about his sports, which I get it, it's fair. You know. Mm-hmm. Like we both sports, had. movies, music. I get passionate about. Yeah, um, we're talking about being in a rut. Yeah, okay? you're talking Every, about car. So, so um, let me let me let me change it. Okay. Okay. Every single sports team goes into a rut. It doesn't matter what team it is. Patriots don't. Patriots might be hitting theirs now. Now we don't know though. Okay, but I mean, every single sports team hits a rut. It doesn't matter who it is. True. The Yankees hit a rut. Yeah. The Yankees had like this big old 90s team and then they hit a rut. When's the last time they won a World Series? True. You know, Boston hits a rut. You know, the Celtics hit a rut. Yeah. You know, my Warriors are probably going to start hitting a rut, you know, if we don't get our act together. I think we're going to be better next year. You're just but, injured. Yeah. I, I um, can go for But that. I mean, we, okay, from the 90s up until like the mid 2000s, right? We had that 2007 year, you know, yeah. the We Believe year, and then we hit a rut. Up until like 2010 ish, yeah, when yeah. everybody started making playoffs. Yeah, again. when you beat us in the playoffs. Yeah. About that. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I didn't know nothing about <laughs> Steph Curry or uh, Clay Thompson. I was like, they're just shooters. I only knew about Steph Curry a little bit, and I was like, okay, okay. I'm when back y'all, on this again. Y'all dominators. I was like, what is going on? <clears throat> yeah. We were um, in the second seed that year, but yeah. And so, yeah, so like every single team hits red. Like, obviously, I know more about my teams, like, but. There's plenty of teams, and ruts can happen for, like, a long stretch of time, or it can be, like, you know, five years at most, you know, and that's just for sports. Like, look at look at the Chicago Cubs. The last time they won a World Series before that was one was, 1917? like, it was, like, 87 years, right? Like, 87 years? God damn. Like, there was, I guarantee it, there was someone that was born the the day that they won a World Series, you know? And died, like, a day before they won the next World Series, you know? And they never saw their team win a World Series, you know? Like, my grandpa was like, I'm never going to see my Giants win a World Series in San Francisco. Luckily, we won three, you know? But, like, that was, like, that blew my mind for a second going, my grandpa saw them win in New York, but never saw them win in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was 57 years, I think, or something like that. Like, 57 years, like, that's that's mind-blowing in a sense, you know? Like, so every single thing, every single team gets a rut. Even sports players, they hit ruts. Like, there's times where, like, you'll hit a stretch of games where nobody's really doing anything. LeBron's hit it. Yeah. You know, um, Michael Jordan's hit it. Everyone's hit it. It doesn't matter who you are, you know. What makes you different from those people is, are you the kind of person that will show up, be great in the beginning, or have a name for yourself, and then do nothing? Or will you be great in the beginning do nothing and then come back and be great 
because we've all heard those stories too mm-hmm. like um the biggest one that comes to my head that's because it's a little bit closer to home was willie mays willie mays was a really great baseball player and like his first 20 games or something like that like in the beginning of the season yeah. he played like shit and he actually told um the manager was like hey send me down to the triple a and the manager's like no you're my center fielder you go out there and you play now he's one of the greatest to ever do it yeah like whenever you make your you know your top uh mlb team like willie mays is on the list every single time it doesn't matter you know because he's one of the greats to ever do it Mm -hmm. so it's like do you want to be that person or do you want to be there was a guy he called himself downtown brown because he hit a bunch of home runs all right and he was great it was a baseball team oh that that part doesn't matter, right? Like, it's the point, earth, but it's... that's the point where it's like he had a bunch of home runs in that short span of time, and then didn't do shit. Yeah, and so you don't know him, you know. Like and the only reason why I know him is because like I follow up on baseball history a little bit more. But it's like there's a bunch of people like that, you know. And there's like, I mean, it's it sucks because like it's like Mello. Mello started off really great, and then hasn't really done anything. He's, the he's whole came time. back. Yeah. Yeah, he came back, you know, and he has like those sparks where he like pops up and like everybody's like, oh shit, he's back, but then doesn't do anything. I don't want to talk about that because I'll I'll get um emotional about that too. Okay. But. What about Rose? Rose? Derek Rose. That was those... more it's more not injury. him. Yeah, it was an injury. Like, like multiple injuries. Mello like... wasn't an injury. Like he just you know, fell down the cliff. But Rose is more in injury prone because he wasn't able to be the person he was when he got to the league. Does that make right. sense? So that's why I feel like Rose has not an excuse, but a little alleyway to say, hey, like, I can't do the same shit off my knee like I used to. So I'm not going to be the same player. But I mean, like, you have to like you have to change your game up. You have to. No, absolutely. And, like, I love and his he, approach. And he did it. You know, yeah. he like he did it and like every now and then he'll bust out like one of his older moves you know from like his mvp season yeah, and you're absolutely. like oh shit that's classic rose right there like damn like you know he's averaging he's averaging 25 yeah no it's i like, did not know that I, I remember looking up his stats the other day and i was like he, no one's he talking about rose his, right now. his stats are <coughs> almost similar to his mp uh mvp season yeah at, at chicago d'angelo russell averaging like 23 you know he's good i like him and it's like, well, I mean, obviously, like, we don't really have anyone else, you know, and he's going to get the ball more and yeah. like, get the shot more. But he's just, he's riddled with injuries right now. Right. You know, he's but it's always, like, yeah. but it's one of those, like, you know, those people are, like, still, like, getting their names out and still doing stuff, you know. So there's so many people in the NBA that you're like, I forgot they were playing, you know. Um, Gordon Howard. Gordon Howard. Gordon Haywood. Hayward. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, who the hell I, is hey, that? Hey, I've said this, I don't know, a million times. I am horrible with names. All right? Like, I was like, like who the it, hell is that? The name's in my head, and like I see it, and then I say it, and I was like, no, that's not right. And then you'll correct me, and I'll go, yeah, yeah, that guy. But it's like no, the I general thing. Uh, but yeah, he was great, you know? And then he got his injury, and then we haven't heard about anything from him. And he's playing. Yeah. Like, he's getting his minutes in, but it's like... No, he stays injured, too. You know? Kevin Love's another one of those people where he He's was a big a name team. person, but then like just kind of trailed off. And the only reason why I came back was because he was on that Cavaliers team, yeah. you know? So it's like, I mean, he still got his ring. Yeah. I, I hated that game. <laughs> you know, I still get nightmares about that, but 
Um, like everyone has like those ruts. Everyone has like those stints of time where like they're not doing anything, and it's all about like what you're doing to get better from it. Yeah. Do you consider yourself in a rut right now? Is that's why you want to? No, I consider myself or you out just... of a rut. Okay, um, so you're saying I, you overcame that. So you... I okay. When everyone, whenever you hit a rut, you know when you hit it. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I agree. Like. You can be in denial about it, but you know when you hit your rut. It's, and it's almost it's almost like in the you, beginning. You feel you like it's like a feeling thing, like you're like, oh Yeah. So like something there. So so for me for sports, um, whenever I'm playing softball or like doing another game, I'm like, I'm not performing at a level I know I can perform at. And there's something wrong. You know, there's something fundamentally wrong. So what I do is I reset and I go back to the beginning mm-hmm. and repractice all my stuff, the like basic stuff. You know, and then usually it takes like one or two games and I'm back in it, mm-hmm. you know, um, when it comes to like a personal rut, like something like you're in your life or whatever, you know, something want to try, but it's like, not going. Anywhere. Yeah, you know, something's off when people start asking you questions that you don't normally get asked. Um, and it's like, wait, for, what do you mean? For, for example? Yeah. So I'm going to explain. Okay. So like for me, it was like, hey, are you doing OK? Like, I don't get asked that, you know. Unless something's wrong. And it's usually from people that are outside of my closer friends that will say that. And I'm like, whoa, why would you say that? Right. You know, and they go, well, like, because you normally do this, but you're not doing that right now. And then it's like, then the wheels start going in my head and I'm going, oh, shit. Like, I'm not doing this because of this. And this is the reason why. You know, last year I hit my rut and I knew I was hitting it, you know. So I had to go, okay, I need to force myself. I'm going to take my dog on, you know, an hour and a half walk today. I'm gonna go clear my head, you know, I'm gonna like actually start dancing. Like my cousin was like, go out, like go like, you know, with Kiwan and go dance, you know, because she knew I was like getting depressed and like not doing anything. And I'm like, okay, yeah. All right. Like, are you sure? Is everything mm-hmm. okay? So I kept to like, cause I used to go out Friday and Saturday. True. You know, you live right there though. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a car access to it and then obviously like I didn't have a car, but it was one of those like, okay, well let me change that. Like, now let me go out one time a week you know i'm still doing this at home but like i'm still changing everything up like i walk my dog more now you know we do hour and a half you know we do an hour walk to an hour and a half walk usually um depending on how the weather is there's times that i'm like it's too cold we're doing 30 minutes and like you get your walk around that's fine i don't know how you do that um obviously because he needs to get walked but that's the short answer but but it's at the same time it's like all right come on Come on, like you, have you to need to push up. through it. You you're gonna fall back into like how you were before, you know. And the last thing I want to be is the person that I was. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandpa always told me like, you don't need to be like me. You need to be better than me. You know, and when I was younger, obviously I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like you're a great person already. Right. You know, and then I saw like he, remember him like telling me all of his compliment, all of his accomplishments, you know, and all the other stuff that he did, and I was like okay, yeah, I'll go on further than you and I'll teach everyone else that's younger than me to be better than me. Because if they can be better than me, you know, then yeah, like why wouldn't I want to do that? Like that's Mm -hmm. making everything a better place in that sense. That's a good environment to like do that because I didn't really grow up in that where they were supporting saying, yeah, of course, like they loved you and said like, Right. We support you and everything <laughs> like that. But I've never had someone tell me, I want you to be better than me 
or I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And I think part of ruts are you don't know how to get to, you know, you're at point A, but you don't know how to get to point B. And you're just going these different ways and you're trying to figure out, okay, like, do I go this way? Okay, I went this way. I can't go. So I have to make a U-turn. Go to go to this way, you know. And because, at least for me, my environment kind of set where I didn't see someone, like, striving for their goals. I saw a lot of people down on themselves or very bitter saying, well, you know, they gave up. Like, so we're already here, like right. Just to make the they just gave up, didn't follow their full, you know, full potential, follow their full dreams. So they just went with the I'm just gonna get by, you know, not taking risks, not doing this. I feel like if I had that, if I had someone I was looking up to saying, "Yeah, I'm going here. Like this is my goal. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." If I saw that person, I'd be like, "Oh, like." That's how you do it. You know, I'm going here and right. you, I, I felt like that would have helped me more. I don't know if that you agree I on that. I actually or... considered you a little bit further ahead of me. Okay. Like still within like, the best way I can explain it would be like, you know, in terms of distance, like 50 feet in front of me, okay. you know, where I can still see you and like, I can see your back and everything and I can still catch up to you at any moment. But like. Every single person has, like, a different path and a different route that they Absolutely. have to take. Yeah. Um, we talked about this, I don't know how many times, it's a product of your environment. You know, um, my environment, I grew up in the suburbs. Like, yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. You know, like, yeah, I know about the ghetto. I've seen the ghetto. I've walked through the ghetto. I had friends in the ghetto. Yeah. You know, I did I grow up there? No. Do I represent that? No. Like, am I gang affiliated? No. <laughs> like, l- let's keep that clear. But you know, you're aware. That's but I'm a no. I know about it. Yeah. You know, like there's plenty of times I'm like, like, oh man, you don't know about like this poor ghetto life. I'm like, I knew about eating a hamburger on like white bread, you know, with cheese and everything, and that thing's all Same. falling apart. Like I know Same. about that. Like that ghetto hamburger. Yeah, I know about that. We that grew up on that gets too. Stuck to the cheese. Oh my oh. god. Or like it gets stuck in the top <laughs> oh of your mouth. My god. I hated yeah. that. But like yeah, so I know about that because I grew up with that right. stuff too. Like just because we lived in the suburbs doesn't mean we're well off. You know, we were still essentially poor, you know, but I was able to experience different things. Like I went with my grandparents a lot. My grandma was like, oh, we're going to San Francisco today. I'm like, oh, OK. Why are we going? She's like, I just want to go. We go to like this nice, fancy restaurant. And she's like, I don't like this jacket. Let's buy a new, new jacket. And I'm like, oh, OK. Like, so I'd have like a decent jacket. And we go in this nice restaurant. She's like, what do you want? Steak? And I was like, oh, sure. Steak and lobster? Oh, OK. Yeah. She's like, Flamengon. I can't even say it. Flamengon. Yeah. So we get that and like a lobster and it's like, you know, a $40 meal just for me. And I'm like, I'm eating lobster right now. Like, that's high class. Like, Mm -hmm. that's expensive, you know. And so I learned about that. I learned about jazz and classical music, you know. Learning from my friends. I learned about more like that underground hip hop. You know, I grew up on Bay Area music too. So I learned about all this stuff, you know, but I was like... I guess, lack for a better term, I was cultured, quote unquote, Mm. you know, so I saw different sides of different things and I experienced different things from different people. And I was always the kind of person that was like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. Like, let me see what this is about. Mm -hmm. You know, the only thing I was like not doing that was when it came to drugs. I was like, no, I'm good off drugs. No, I'm good off smoking. Yeah. yeah. But I still experienced different things. Like I've been to a couple sideshows. Like I was like, 
oh, this is dope. And there's times I'm like, I should not be here. Like, <laughs> I really should not be here right now. I need to leave. You know, I've been on BART at 2 o'clock in the morning. I've been on BART when it's like the middle of the day. You know, I've seen a bunch of stuff. You know, I've seen people pull out guns and going, oh, shit. All right, let's turn around and go the other way. You know, I've been in fights. But at the same time, I've seen like a lot of my friends be successful. I've had friends that went to Berkeley and graduated. I had friends that went to Stanford and graduated. I had friends that went to a community college and then went to a different school and then graduated. I had friends that dropped out and did nothing. So, like, I've seen all of it. I've seen right. all sides You've of my seen grandpa. Everything. My grandpa was the kind of person that was, like, as I said, you know, like, be better than me. Don't be like me. You know, and if you are going to be like me, like, be a better version of me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, you can always improve something. You can always see something. So, I was always the kind of person that would, like, keep my mouth shut and, like, you know, talk with a bunch of people. Even my graduating class, we only had a couple hundred people. You know, it's minimal compared to your guys' school. Yeah. You know, but, like, I knew my whole graduating class. And everybody's like, yeah, we all know Jorge. I know Jorge through baseball. I know Jorge through band. I know Jorge through, like, this random skit that he did. I know Jorge through a math class. Like, because mm. I, I made a point to, like, talk with so many people and learn different ways of doing stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, when it comes to, like, academic stuff, I'm sure there's times when, like, I'm naming off stuff and you're like, how the fuck do you know this shit? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, look, I don't even remember how I know this shit. I learned it from, like, this thing, like, eight years ago doing this. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so th- all those things, like, came to play in, you know, and that was my path. Because I saw, oh, I shouldn't go that way because I saw these four people fail. Let's try this way. Oh, these two people succeed? All right, that might work for me. No, it doesn't. Okay, this one worked for this person. Let me try that. You know, and that's how I made my way up to here. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand... Um, I don't know too much about your childhood, so I can't really say for you. Okay. Um, but from what I've seen, it's your uncle gives off the same vibes as my grandpa. So like when I see him, I feel like, yeah, I can talk with him about, you know, just about anything. And he give me the advice that my grandpa would probably give me, Mm -hmm. you know, your grandma gave off the vibes that my grandma gave off. I'm like, she's exactly like my (laughs) grandma. Like the minute I met her, she was like, Hoy, what are you doing? I was like. (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly the shit my grandma would say mm-hmm. like i like you. i like you yeah. all right what do you want i'll help <laughs> you with anything you know and so like those are the same kind of vibes you know because there's so many times when we started talking we're like oh we have this and this and this in common like i was like oh yeah like what do you got in the cd and i was like oh, i got kanye you're like you got kanye and i'm like yeah Bro, that's what i was <laughs> like yeah i can fuck with this dude and so like four thousand but it's like it was like weird because we had so many things in common you know despite our age gap and despite of where we grew up oh my god it's two years get over it okay age gap all right but like in that time like i could have liked something else you know it could have been a completely different genre based off that like i could have been like really deep into bay area stuff but i wasn't playing a lot of that yeah i was playing more of like you know, whatever I thought was cool that I'd like to listen to. And you're like, oh, okay, I like this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I like this too. Yeah. You know, and you're like, do you, do you fuck with this song? Yeah, okay, cool. Here, try this. I'm like, oh, yeah, do you fuck with this song? You're like, yeah, all right, try this, yeah. you know. So it was different things that, like, played into it. So you can have multiple, like, life experiences. You can, like, see the entire world. But you can still be, you know, that person that doesn't understand how to get from point A to point B, you know, you you did everything trial and error mm-hmm. that's like that's how i've seen you do stuff no, like everything you do is like trial and error you know you're like okay well you can't get mad at me and this is what stuck with me and like maybe really think about like how i view people is you're like you can't be mad at me 
for not knowing how to do something. And I was like, fuck, he's right. Yeah. Like, I want to be mad at him. <laughs> I was like, you, you should fucking know this. Like, how do you not know this? You yeah. know? Uh, what was it? There was one where I was like, yeah, like, oh, we were playing a game and it was like, oh, name a superpower that would suck. And I was like, oh, yeah, narcolepsy. And you're like, the fuck is narcolepsy? And I was like, it's. Did I say that? Yeah. And I was oh. like, it's when you pass out and like, go to sleep. You're like, well, I've never heard that word before. And I was like, how the fuck do you not know I'm about not sure. That? I knew what that was. No. I, I know. The, I know. I, I know, I know the things. face you make when you're like, wait, I don't know what that is. Like, you made that face. You know? Maybe I was like, but then like you, you turned around, and told me you're like, well, yeah. you can't get mad at me for not knowing something like that. I yeah, don't know. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense. I was like, I grew up around my grandma who was a nurse, so I learned more medical terms and more medical stuff than most people. Right. I was like, okay, that was my bad. I fucked up on that. You know, <laughs> moving on. You know, but that's something like I already learned how to do. You did it like it's a, that's essentially trial and error for you. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm now gonna I'm going to know that word. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. you know that now moving forward. So like, if something comes up where it's like a game or something like, oh, narcolepsy, you're like, oh yeah, it's this, you know, I learned that from here. Right, I learned right. that from watching this TV show right. or whatever. So it's different things. Like your, your pop culture experience is a lot higher than mine, you know, whereas like my experience in baseball is a lot higher than yours, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just like. That's just the way people are. That's why we always ask each other questions about this. Episode. Right. Like, and like, what do you think about that? You yeah. Know? And we're constantly like asking like, I'm and then you me. constantly ask me about basketball stuff all the time. You notice like, I never say you should know about that, but I get where you're coming from. Like, but I was saying I would never be ashamed to be like, I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And it's, it's a humbling experience when you really say like, I don't understand this, you know? That's how um, you get better. You can't act like, right. oh, I'm, I know everything. I'm not saying that to you, but I'm saying, oh, I know, I know everything and I'm going to act like I know this when someone asks me a question about it instead of saying, oh, what is that? So you can be more informed and that's how you get better. You know, I did not know shit about green screen, nothing like that. And I didn't know anyone who did. So I went to YouTube and said, okay. Who, what are they doing? What? How do you do this? Instead of me saying, mm, I'm going to just figure it out. Um, I'm not going to ask anyone. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to figure it out, period. Um, but I feel like ruts, you just give out on the top. I was like, I feel like ruts. I'll circle them down to it. I was, yeah. I was getting <laughs> I feel like ruts is something, it's like that point in time where you need to figure out how to, change of approach in your life. Like for me, I was in a rut for a long time. I wanted, I know in my head, I wanted to make content. Like I wanted to make videos. I wanted, you know, do podcasts. I wanted to do dancing videos, but I was like, no, that idea sucks or no, this sucks or something like that. So I always would put in my head, okay, I need to figure out what's going to excite me where like I'm going to, be uh, assertive about it right um like green screen when i heard green screen and i heard like you can put it in your i can do it on my own i was like okay like i'm gonna just buy my own and now i have a drive to do more videos and also uh you see there 
I I want to win an Oscar one day. So I is put that. Is that you bought that? Yeah, I put that there. It doesn't look. He's got like a, it. He's got a fake Oscar. Yeah. On so his counter. I I have it on my counter right next to my laptop. So when I'm editing, I'm thinking, okay, this is what I'm aiming for, and I'm trying my best at that time. Like it may be shitty, you know, it may be the shittiest video, but that was my best at that time. And I'm gonna look back and be like, okay. I need to work on this. I need to work on this. So I'm breaking it down instead of being ashamed of a video that I did and saying, well, like, uh, I suck or something like that. Instead, I'm going to be like, okay, this is what I can do better. This is what I can do now. And this is going to help me in the long run. Yeah. Push out content. You know, that's that's what I said for streaming and like making YouTube videos. Um, Because I got YouTube videos out. I got like. I think a hundred videos out on YouTube. Damn. Like, and it, and it's something like, but I, I really got a hundred videos. Like I'm like 95% sure I have this. Um, and I've like, I've asked a few people about it and then I just really never did anything with it because I hit my rut in that. Yeah, um, for sure. But it was like, yeah, like your sound quality is good. You know, your like audio is good and everything on it. Like everything sounds good. Everything looks good. You know, there's no delay. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's generic. It looks like everything else, but it's fine. You know, my thing was, like, I, I suck at talking to myself. You know, when I talk to myself, I, like, mumble to myself, like, oh, fuck, no, that's supposed to be this. Okay, okay, yeah, we good, we good. And then I'm quiet for, like, 30 minutes because I'm, like, focused on something. Um, oh, side piece on Oscars. I found out um, through someone else that you're not supposed to touch it with your hands because the oils in your hand will affect the Oscar. And it uh, will cause it to ruin. So if you ever get an Oscar, you know, if and when you do, hold it from the base or get a, like, old glove, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, hold it like that when you hand it to um that's what i heard i don't know if it's true or not but i was like i fucking take no chances i, mean, if I win an oscar in Cali, you know, there's more people who are gonna know about that yeah well i think i heard it off like entertainment tonight or something like that sure. or some side story anyway back to what i was talking about mm-hmm. um it's like you said being in a rut like you have to try something different you have to do new things right. every single time and if you're that person that's like, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Which we all are to some extent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone's like an expert in something. Yeah. Like you, you can always learn from someone that's new to it, someone that's younger than you, or someone that's been in the game a lot longer than you. Right. Okay. And that's anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. Music, school, work sports no matter what it is no, I agree. there's always new there's always new things coming out in something that's been established for years right you know um the biggest thing like that everyone sees basketball right like steph curry changed the way basketball is being played yeah their approach like, right like the players that's, approach. that's what i mean yeah um like no one no one shot three balls like, yeah, they did, they but did, but not to the not the extent that he yeah, did capacity it. of what he did. Yeah, or the volume that he the did. The volume. There you um, go. no one, no one thought about guarding from half court on unless it was like near the end of the game. Now you got someone like Steph Curry walking up, like you need to guard him from like half court minimum, right? You know, just to have like some kind of chance because if you give him a chance, he'll just drop it in from the logo, you know, because he practices those and like that's his shot. Right, it's you know, not like a heave, a desperation. It's like no, right? I, it's I like practice it. that's a that's a comfortable shot. He shoots that. Everybody's like, that's probably going you know, in. Trey Young, I don't know if you know about him, but yeah, Trey, Trey Young, he he did that against the Nuggets one day. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's just shooting like from like yeah three feet. I feel like he tries a little bit harder on like those shots. I mean, obviously, but 
Yeah, he's smaller and stuff, but I feel like his range isn't like no one. No one's got Steph Curry range. No one's got Steph Curry accuracy. Like that's that's what I mean. Like, but I'm just saying. Okay, Nick, people got Steph Curry range. No one's got Steph Curry accuracy at, yeah, at that rate. Like they're not going to okay. make it the same rate as Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, that's like what I'm his, saying. His numbers are astronomical. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Steph Curry numbers, Clay Thompson was close up. though too. Steph Curry. Yeah, I, Definitely give it to him. But I think, like, watching Steph Curry do it enough times, he's like, oh, that's how you shoot that? Okay. Thompson's on a whole different level. Thompson Thompson doesn't even dribble. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to show someone how to shoot a jump shot, you show Klay Thompson's jump shot. Period. That's just... That is the most perfect jump shot I've ever seen. Close Ray Allen, too. But him and Ray Allen have the... One of the two... I think... I feel like Thompson edges them out a bit. Just no, on Ray like, Allen was right there. They're like neck and neck. That's just I was the, the on the catch and shoot. The way, oh, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, the way they, yeah, they're both there neck and neck. But, um, but I get what you're saying. It's that's the equivalent to that in baseball would be the Ken Griffey Jr. swing. Like that swing. Yeah, is I just, remember you telling oh, me about this. There's something about like everyone's got like that perfect thing, you know. But it's stuff you can still learn, you know. Like I mean, it was funny because like. Thompson got an interview. It's like, well, you're in a slump. Like, you know, what are you gonna do? He's like, who am I Keep supposed doing. to call? Like, <laughs> to perfect my jumper. It's right. like, who? Ray Allen. Right. Like, like there's no one else that like shoots like me. Like, I'm the best at what I do. Like, he probably talks to Curry. Like, hey, like, what am I doing wrong? Curry can probably be like, as your teammate, I'm seeing this. You know, I'm sure he's got but other also, people. Also, like he, when a shooter is in a slump, they keep shooting and they figure out on their own. That's. And that's the going back to the life thing. You have to keep shooting your shot at stuff. You know, you can't stay stagnant because something's not going right. You got to be like, okay, I'm going to try this now. That doesn't work. I'm going back here. I'm going to reevaluate. I'm going to shoot this shot. I'm going to go right here and I'm going to go right here until you hit that target. And you're like, okay, this is the lane I need to go. But you're going back to your mechanics. You're going back to what it was. That's what I'm saying. Um, So pitchers do the same thing. Like you said, no one can ever say oh, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, because you're, they're not you. Like, that's your jump shot. Right. That's no one else's jump but shot. But I'm saying, like, if I, let's say I play basketball with you mm-hmm. for, like, a year. Yeah. Okay? And this is something I've said to you guys before. I go, I go, I can learn to lock down a med, and I can learn to lock down you. Like, obviously, I can't, I can't block you if I jump up. I want to remind everyone, Kiwon's 6'7", I'm 5'3". All right. If I jump up with a hand up, his shooting form regular, like it's another basically foot above me. Right. I can't block you up top. I have to block you when you're trying to pull the ball up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can get there if we practice all the time against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that I would learn. Ahmed is more of a driving person, you know, and with him, it's like just just pester him the whole time because eventually he'll make that mistakes if we practice enough time obviously he's going to learn more things and get better and then <laughs> i'm not going to have a chance but you know in those brief instances i can learn to do that and right. he'll learn to do stuff <laughs> differently because of me pestering him all the time right you know he's like someone that's never played basketball professionally or like competitively like is doing this to me i need to change how i do stuff i need to learn new stuff you know if i keep blocking you you know or if i get to a point where i'm starting to block you you're like oh Okay, well, let's change this up. Let's step it up another notch, you know. Like, and that's someone from no basketball experience, you know. It's the same, like, if you played against Kobe Bryant, like, you're going to learn a lot more than what you ever learned. Absolutely. You know, and that's someone older that's been in the game. But at the same time, you could do something Kobe Bryant's like, oh, okay. 
I wasn't expecting that from you. Like, mm-hmm. that's something different. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of times that Kobe Bryant got crossed up and, like, had a shot on. AI crossed up Michael Jordan. Right. You know, like, that's a famous thing on its own. It, that clip is, like, around hundreds of times. You know, and he did that when he was a rookie. Right. You know, and Jordan was, like, still there. Right? He was at the tail end of his career. I mean, like, it's still Michael Jordan. Like, it's still, like, someone that, like, it's a big thing. But, like, obviously it's, like... It's still up there. It's still notable, right. you know. Um, but those are big things. Like, someone younger bringing in something new. Um, someone older bringing in something that's been established, you know. And then someone else. Because there's plenty of times, I'm sure, that, you know, shooters or, you know, top people have gone up and asked their friends that are on the team and go, hey, like, what am I doing wrong? It's like, you're not bringing the ball up to this point, you know. You're not throwing the ball. You're not shooting the ball at this point like you normally do. Something looks off, you know. And those are the kind of people you're like, okay, yeah, like you might be onto something if I'm not performing at that level because you play with me enough times to know, you know, my yeah. style. Yeah. Like if I see you shoot and I go, mm, something's off about that. Like you're doing something different. Like you go, oh, okay. And then that's when you start thinking about it. That's when you reset and that's when you push forward again. Yeah. You know, and everyone needs those. Um, when you're in a rut and like I said like sometimes you won't know when you're in a rut until like an outside force tells you something you know or you start to realize it almost immediately Mm -hmm. you know so don't be afraid to like try to change things up or try to do stuff different because everyone goes through it you know some people go through it multiple times Um, the biggest one I can tell you is Cal Ripken Jr. changes batting stance I think 15 times so when you watch videos of him like holding a bat, he changes it. Like the one that you watch like one year will be different from the one you watch next year. Right. Because baseball is all about adjustments, about changing your stuff up. So he might be holding a bat straight up in the air and he might like be flicking a bat forward. You know, he might be sliding a bat down like his shoulder, you know, pushing it out. And it's like that's a different batting stance. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's doing stuff differently. You know, basketball, everyone knows you hold the ball, you bring it up. You know, you shoot, your, your wrist should flick down, right? Um, baseball is a little bit different. Goose neck. Yeah. Call it goose neck. <clears throat> Follow through, yeah. right? Pose mm-hmm. it, hold it there, right? Pose. Um, for baseball, it's, you know, you step and you follow through with the bat. You follow through with um, the bottom of the bat to the barrel of the bat and then all the way through, you know, two hands on the bat the whole time. But you'll see different people approach it differently you'll see different pitchers approach it differently no one had thought to throw a ball underhand you'll have what we call submarine pitchers where those pitchers will essentially bring their arm down and scrape their knuckles on the dirt because they're pitching it so they'll have cuts and everything on their knuckles there's people that you know their hands are so big that they'll hold the ball differently they'll do what's called a, a splitter mm-hmm. um to explaining this like an audio medium is kind of hard it's like imagine the star trek sign and holding a ball in between your fingers. Oh, okay. So your index and your middle finger and then your ring finger and your pinky. Me, like, like separate, separate your hand and then put a ball in between it. Oh. And that's how they throw a pitch. Like, I can't do it. My hands are too small to do mm-hmm. that. But, you know, someone your size could probably do it a little bit better hold a baseball there. Right, yeah. So there's people that do that. There's people that change, like, new pitches and everything. So, like, there's new stuff coming in every single time. So you can always learn new things. You know, if you're in a rut at work, if you feel like you're hitting the same thing, change your job. Like, or change your approach. At least for me, I used to have that feeling with the uh, the job. You, we both used to work. Well, I used to work with the there, kids. Yeah, um, but 
I changed my approach because I used to say this is, you know, same boring day, same thing. I changed my approach where I make it fun for me. You know, I challenge myself and say, okay, I'm going to do this this time. I'm going to do this and approach it this way and see how that works. Um, And then also, that's why I took basically a year off that job and say, let me try something different and see right. if this is better. And I found out the, the, the new job, the job I had last year was not better than the job I had, I have now. So that's why I needed to experience things. And uh, just a little bit, I was, tell, I was talking to Taj about um, uh, the girl that you got in a tiff with mm-hmm. recently. Um, I was telling him that she's young and she's inexperienced in a sense, and she's going to get better and have a better mindset on things one once she hold. starts growing. Yeah, and he was like, well, I, you know, we were kind of going back and forth and I told him, I told him experience is everything because if let's say two months from now. You don't know what's going to happen. Let's say two months mm-hmm. from now, something changes your life. You, you already experienced it last year. Yeah. Something, you, you didn't expect that that year, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't, you were like, it's going to be a great that, year. It's going to yeah. be a normal year. <laughs> that shit pops up. You're like, fuck, that like changes the whole mindset of my, you know, it just changed the whole wiring of my brain. So I was saying to him, experience is everything. So I feel like ruts, you just got to keep experiencing stuff. And something's going to happen where it changes you in a sense or it changes your environment or something like that. But you just got to keep experiencing. If you just sit back and mope and say, I'm in a rut, like this sucks. I'm not nothing. I'm I'm not worthy speaking all this negative terms on on you. Then you're going to be in that same spot. But if you rise up and analyze and say, okay, I need to change my approach. I cannot be the same person um, doing what I've been doing. So I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this. And then things happen that you don't expect happen. And you're like, oh, that's why this happened. Mm -hmm. That's how I think about it. Where, oh, this shit happened because it was building me up for this. I basically think rut is helping you build that foundation for something bigger in a sense. Yeah. Definitely experiences help with everything. Um, because if you have an experience, like you're not going in into it as the unknown. Right. Um, the scariest thing for all humans, like on the face of the earth is the unknown. Um, whether it's like looking out in the water, you know, that's the unknown. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a flashlight and you know what's ahead of you, like that makes things a lot easier. A lot easier. And experiences is like your flashlight, yeah. essentially. Um but the thing about that is it's that even though you have the experiences, people will still make the same mistakes. It's what you learn from those mistakes and it's what oh, you that's learn what I'm saying. Like, from everything. Yeah. And that's what I said. Like hopefully, you know, they can learn from the mistake they made or the mistake that, you know, that everyone is telling them they made and they can learn from that. Right. You know, because you can learn the same mistake seven times and still continue to make but that mistake. But that eighth time, you can be yeah. like that. Yeah, but sometimes that's part of it. But sometimes it doesn't reach that eighth time. Sometimes it stops at that time. I, I disagree. I, I think if you keep going, but I feel you on the part where 
Um, if you don't change your approach and you keep doing the same shit, of course you're going to get the same results. Uh, what, what's that called? Like, if you keep doing the same thing and expecting different things. Oh, yeah, that's the definition of insanity. Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah, but I feel you on that. But I feel like if you keep doing the same thing and then finally it clicks in your head, oh, I need to stop doing this bullshit and change my approach here, that eighth time can change your whole life. Even though that seven, those seven times, like, there's small things in scale where, I, at least for me, I'll say I'm going to do something. For example, like, we wanted to do certain type of things, but we wouldn't do it. Either one right. excuse or another excuse. But I feel like now we're, on, we're in our mind, like, we want to be consistent with this shit. We're, we don't want that lapse of drop off where we don't record or something like that. And that's something we had to learn and put in our head, like, we don't want that. Like, we, we had this goal, we were going towards that goal, but it kind of dropped off a little bit, and then we went back. Even though we did stay throughout the whole year, we didn't do the thing we actually wanted to do. Right, but. so what I'm talking about is there's, there's big instances where you can understand how a ret is working, and then there's, like, smaller instances, you know? So... A smaller one I can think of would be like going to like a Safeway or King Supers or any grocery store, mm-hmm. you know, you put your card in, you know, to make a payment. And instead of like the number being up on the top left side saying, do you approve of your card? It's on the bottom right side, you know, but by reaction, you're just constantly clicking on the top. Gotcha. Like, oh, I'm canceling. Ah, shit. You know, like you hit that. Right. You get like, a habit. Yeah. You hit yeah. that right seven times in a row, you know? Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to keep remembering it's on the bottom right. You know, but then you go back to like the one that you normally go to and it's like on the top right, you know, and you're like, oh, shit. No, I hit the wrong side again. You know, so you have that when it translates to people. Also, it's if you're with the same group of friends, if you're going to the club looking for like a date or someone like you're trying to get with and you keep fucking with the same people, you're going to get the same results. Absolutely. Every single time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the one thing I hate with guys and girls do this all the time. And I see this shit all the time on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, last year I was like, well, you're not ready for that conversation yet. Now I'm like, no, fuck that. You're old <laughs> enough now. I'm going to tell you why, like, I'm going to tell you why, like, you're not being treated the way you feel like you need to be treated. I'm going to tell you why, like, you're not getting that person you want. It's because you keep fucking with the same people. You keep looking for the same people every mm-hmm. time. You haven't changed your circle of friends. You haven't made any strides to go to a different place. Right. You keep talking with the same type of people every time. And then you wonder why the same thing is happening every time. Like, Absolutely. that's a right. That, there's no other way to explain a rut than doing the same thing every time expecting different results right. and being stuck in it yeah. it's also a definition of insanity yeah but like you're in a rut you're fucking with the same people you know all it takes is like i'm gonna go to this bar tonight i'm gonna go out with these friends tonight i'm gonna do something different you know mm-hmm. like you have to change it up you know yeah. if you're comfortable in that fine if you want to experience that fine you know no one's telling you that like you can't do it you know, I'm advising you that you should do something different, but don't sit here and complain about the same thing over right. and over and over. Right. You know, if you don't make the strides, if you don't make the strides of changing things, of doing new things, what we've been talking about this whole time, you're going to keep getting the same results, you know? And the problem is, is that that can be a bigger thing where you're stuck in it longer. So if you're doing that seven times, if you're, if you're going to the club and you're fucking with the same type of guy seven times, you know, 
and that's all you know, like, you're not going to learn. No, you're absolutely. not learning anything. Absolutely. You know, and that falls within, like, the same part of, like, pressing the wrong button for a card. Like, you're not doing anything to change that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it might be the eight times. Sometimes it might not even get to the eight time. You know, you might be knocked up by that guy. Mm-hmm. Now you got to deal with that lifestyle for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but until you make the change, until you do something different, you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not saying that's going to happen to whoever's listening to this. I'm not saying that the chances of that are really high of that's happening. Mm-hmm. But you need to realize at one point that I need to do something different. You need to realize at one point I need to grow up. I need to start being an adult. I need to stop doing high school mentality when I'm 25. Mm-hmm. High school ends at 17, 18. Sometimes earlier if you graduate earlier. All right. Your mentality, I'll let it slide up to 21, 22. After that, you got to start realizing, like, you got to do something different. You can't be fucking with 18-year-olds when you're 21. Yeah. You know? Like, you can't be doing that, you know? Because you can not You can go to places they can't. You got to realize at some point that you have to do you other to stuff. Grow. I'm not saying you have to grow up and buy a house and have a family and all that. I'm saying you have, men- mentally, you need to be in a different place. You need to start learning things differently. Year. Yeah, you got to have and, a different... Like, approach. stop blaming it on your environment. Stop blaming it on this. Stop blaming it on that. Stop blaming it on your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad. Like, fuck them. Leave them. Yeah. You know? Like, if your mom and dad's giving you shit, find a way to move out. Do anything you can to move out because you're in a rut. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, if your girlfriend is nagging you all the time, if your boyfriend's nagging you all the time, find out why your relationship is like that. And either move on or try to fix it. Those are your only options. Yeah. Okay? Like, there's there's no sugarcoating this. It's 2020. We're done sugarcoating shit. <laughs> all right? Like, this is real. Like, this is on everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it gets to a point where it's like, I can't explain this anymore. You know? There's reason why I don't talk with certain people. You know? I.e. some girls. <laughs> you know? Because... If I'm with them and I'm trying to give them advice to help them, or if I'm trying to do stuff that's different and they don't like that, you know, I'm going, okay, well, you can either learn to adapt with me or move with me, or I'm going to leave you behind and move on without you. And I believe that's a sign, you know, from the gods, like the universe saying like, hey, man, it's time to move on from this. You need to to grow or uh, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then I also... Going back on you, where this, the message, um, we both, we both like Gary V, and the message I got from him is, you just got to do what you want to do, and that's why I'm huge on like experience and like just doing shit. Um, I just want to do shit. Like uh, two years ago, I had all this shit in my head. Like I wanted to make videos. But I will always make an excuse. But like you said, you eventually you're going to change your approach and say, fuck, I need to do this. You know, I need to do this to get to this point instead of me just thinking it and then making an excuse and say, oh, uh, I don't think I should do it today. Or like, I don't have this. I don't have that. Just make the best out of your situation and try to grow from that. And then you will slowly but surely grow constantly until you get to that point at least what my beliefs are right um but um going back off what you said yeah like 
got to change your mindset eventually because you're going to be that guy, 30-year-old, you know, 40, talking about my life sucks because I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And you start getting bitter and start getting on other people talking about, well, I didn't, I didn't do that. So that's not going to work. I didn't get an work. opportunity to do that. Right. I didn't get a chance to do that when so I was a kid. So that doesn't work. That's not going to work for you. I didn't get these handouts as yeah. a kid. Like, well, fucking go for it then. Like That's what I'm saying. So I, I totally agree on you on that. You're eventually going to change your mindset because no one's going to change it for you. Right. Um, but, I mean, that's what you did. Yeah. Like, you you lived a, you had a comfortable bubble, right? It was very comfortable and like from what I saw. And, like, obviously I felt like I was a little bit of an X factor in, like, your group of friends. You know, we we talk about that shit all the time. Like, yeah, I don't know how you got in this group of friends, but you're here now. That's why I keep telling you. I'm like, <laughs> um, there'll be other people. I'm like, I don't know how you got in here, but but like it's so there. it's different because I'm bringing in like new things. I'm changing different no, things absolutely. up than like the normal stuff. You know, and now it's like people are going, oh, okay, well I can do stuff different. Even you were like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm okay with this. No, nah, I don't want to try that. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I'm like, try this food. Will you, like, at least eat this taco? Like, eat this, just try this taco. And you're like, oh, this shit pretty good. Oh, okay. This is different. Yeah. Like, the burrito place down the street. You're, I was like, yeah, there's a burrito place. You're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, just try it. And you're like, oh, shit. This is good. I'm like, they got fries here? Yes, let me get fries. <laughs> mm-hmm. He wants big on fries if you didn't know. Yeah, um, But, like, it's it was something different, you know. And it's like, you're changing the norm of it, you know. You're doing stuff that's different, you know. And you're experiencing new things. Like Which whatever, makes you better yeah, in, in the whole... It can do nothing but make you better. Yeah. Like, even if it's bad for you, it makes you better. Right. Like, every At least single, you gotta put it out there. Every single, like, successful person has said it millions of times. Absolutely. Like, I failed more times than I've succeeded. But the one thing that is constant with every celebrity, they never gave up. That's what we're saying. Right. Don't give up. Like and many... we're essentially, at least for me, I'm telling this to myself. Like, I'm not gonna give up. It, ever. Um, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be great. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know for a fact. And I'm not letting anyone tell me any difference. Um, I may suck at something right now, but I have in my head that I'm going to get better at it. It's an, it's inevitable. Like I'm not going to be at this point. Because when I was younger, I used to be, I will have a lot of influence on me and say, don't do that. Why are you doing that? This is not even that good. You're not even doing... From what you told me before and from what I've heard, like, you were quiet all through high school. Yeah. You were, like, a shy type in high school. You're not the same now. Right. You're a complete 180 now. Right. Like, you're doing so much more than, like, what you did in high school. Right. You know, the person I was in high school, like, people meet me now, you know, I'm different. Like, the main thing that's different is, like, I wear my glasses more. I never wore glasses in high school. Mm-hmm. I never wore glasses... As much as I possibly could in California, I avoided it as much as I possibly could. The only reason why I started wearing it was because, like, I joined another company, um, and I was like, I'm going to do something that's different. I'm going to wear my glasses with thick frames, and it's going to get to a point where everyone's going to remember me with thick frames. And when I make it, I'm not going to wear glasses anymore. Oh, like, really? That's what I told myself. Like, that's, that's why I'm still wearing glasses. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to do that, and when people start looking at me, they're going to know something's different. And I'm going to go, oh, yeah, I don't wear glasses anymore. And they're going to go, what the fuck? Why don't you wear glasses anymore? Let me tell you. You know, and that's going to be something that's different. That's something I've always told myself. 
you know, and I didn't do anything with that. I didn't do shit with that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like two, three years ago that I start actually pursuing something and I'm going, I kind of like this. I kind of like doing this, right? Like you look at my Instagram, it's like just photos of random shit. And then it was like a bunch of selfies. And then now it's like spread out to like more like things. Like everyone's Instagram is doing something different, you know, and you can tell the evolution of people. You look at people's Facebooks. You oh, look at people absolutely. like from... God, if you go back to like, and you somehow find my MySpace, you look at those pictures oh, to man. the pictures I have now. Oh, it's man. like, oh, this is a little bit more creative. Like the one photo I have now, I think for my Facebook is me and my dog looking inside the refrigerator with the light on. It's pitch black. And the only light is from the refrigerator. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. his ears, you know, and I took that on my GoPro. I recorded 10 seconds of us just sitting there. And then I just screenshot it like in the middle of it, mm. what I thought was like the perfect spot when he stood still. And yeah. then I just posted that as a picture. Like that's all I did. Right. Like it's nothing but serious. But you were trying though. Yeah, that's but it was it was something yeah. different. Yeah, it takes longer, right? Like you can shoot a three minute video, that shit is four hours long for you to shoot. Okay. You know, to and edit. it's only yeah. three minutes. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You you're <laughs> doing different things, you're like, oh well, I should do this, I should do that. And it's only three minutes. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, it, like my grandpa said this to me all the time. All right. I know I quote my grandpa a lot, but he's a great man. Well, and he's, that, like, he's a great influence on you. So I expect like, you. He's the shit. And like anyone that's ever met him has always asked, like, how's your grandpa doing? That's how much of an impact he has on other people. Mm-hmm. He said, he told me this. He was like, you want to run the 100 in like, the Olympics? And I go, yeah, I want to be the fastest person on the earth. Before Usain Bolt came along and I was like, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> um, let's find something else to do. Um, but I was like, I want to be the fastest. And he's like, you realize you have to do a lifetime of training for less than 13 seconds? Damn. I was like, what? I was like, that's not true. He's like, yeah. You do a lifetime's worth of training for 13 seconds. And you have to be the fastest. And you know what sucks? Someone can beat you by 0.01 seconds. Yeah. Like, and you worked your ass off. Yeah, and you did everything right. And then there's that thing by, um, what's his name? Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Like, you can do everything right. You can make all the right plays. You can do 100%, and you'll still lose. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can make all the right choices. You'll still lose. Beyonce said this shit, too. Yeah. You know? You can do everything right. Right? Yeah, you can do everything right and something can happen. You still lose. You'll have a bad movie. You're like, I, I did everything in my power to do, you know. Like, I shot every single scene. Like, it's a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. And then, like, you know. The reviews come Something out. like Slumdog Millionaire comes out the same year and you're like, that's a way better movie than mine. But they took a different approach. Like, I know they made mistakes. I Look, there's a boom mic in this scene right here. Nope, doesn't matter. The old mom movie was a lot better. With- to people more like, than yours, you know? It's like, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it does not matter. As long as you keep pushing forward, because eventually you're going to get there. Yeah. Or the best thing is, eventually someone's going to remember you for all the effort that you put. Right? Right. The biggest, like, a big one, Steve Nash. How many mm. championships does he have? Zero. How many MVPs does he have? Yes, two. Right? Never, never won championship. Yeah. Is he better than Charles Barkley? No. No? I don't think so. Okay. But you know <laughs> Charles Barkley and you know Steve Nash. None of them won a championship. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it's like, damn, they... They... I get what you're saying. You're saying that they did as much as in their power to get to that championship, but they yeah. couldn't get to that championship. Is right. that what you're saying? I'm saying, like, they did everything they possibly could, and even though they didn't win a championship, people still remember them. 
as, as one like, of the greats. One of the greats. Got you. Okay. Right? Like, yeah, he won an MVP. That's a hard thing to do in itself. You know, he's got a couple other titles that's, like, a hard thing to do in itself. You know, but, like, as far as that goes, like, he really didn't do anything else. You know, like, but people still remember him as one of the greats. Right. Like, you see basketball players, come on, that's Steve Dash. Like, professional basketball players, right? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, no, respect him. Like, he'll teach you shit right. that you will never learn. Right. You know, like, that kind of shit goes a long way. That, that's real. That's you know? a good point. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio, how many, how many Academy Awards does this guy have? I'm not sure. One. It's, small. Yeah, it's one. One Academy Award. Or one Best Actor Academy Award. Yeah, okay. even... He didn't get anything for Titanic. Like, wait! <laughs> I can go back on you. How many does Will Smith have? Like, how many does uh, Eddie Murphy have? And I, at least yeah. for me, I look at them as the gods, the idols. Like, they're the reason why I love doing yeah, movies. They're iconic and, people. Like, and, iconic. And like, they did everything in their power, and they did not get, let's say, sort of since the, the trophy... Saying right. they're Jackie great. Chan won an honorary Academy Award for the years that he put in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, let me explain this to people that don't understand. I know we're going a little bit longer than what we normally do, but to win that award means that you have to put in so much work and become so well known amongst the filming community in itself. Mm-hmm. The filming community is one of the hardest ones to get into because everyone and everyone nowadays, everyone and everything nowadays is like a film. You know, you can make a short film that's three minutes. Like, Vine and TikToks are, like, the biggest things. Like, oh, that's absolutely. That's a film, right? Um, and those are, like, seconds long. But you have to be so notable and so big and do so many things for the filming community that the entire, like, Academy Award, like, office wants to honor you with an award. Like, that's a big thing in Excel. That is a big thing. Like, Jackie Chan, like, hasn't won, hasn't really done any, like, big films that are, like, yep, that deserve an Academy Award. Like, but he's known and he's such a great guy to do that. Because he constantly changed things and did things himself. He's like, no, no, I don't want to stunt double. I want to do this myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he didn't let himself get into a rut. And when he did hit a rut, he changed things around right. to do something different. Right? You see, you notice he kept going. Like, yeah. he, he didn't stay there and be like, well, like, I felt like I was great in this film. I should have won a, uh, a Academy Award. I'm not changing my approach. He but, stayed humble, too. He yeah. learned new things from new people. Right? Like, that's what he did. Like, he he shot a movie, like, three years ago. And he still did his own stunts in it. Like, the man yeah. the man was 40 years old when he did Drunken Master. Yeah, I remember 40 years that. old that's when he crazy. did Drunken Master. And that fucking blew my mind. All right? Yeah. He's going to be, what, like, 70 doing Rush Hour 3? Or 4? Four. Four. Yeah. Like, 70? And he's still, you know he's still going to do some stunts. And he's still going to do some stuff. Like, like that's a, that's a, blows my mind. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's only a tip of the iceberg. There's hundreds upon hundreds of stories of people doing great, you know, and they go, I was in a low place. I was going to quit. Travis Ishikawa for the San Francisco Giants was going to quit the year before. And then the 2014 season, he hits a home run. He hits a two run homer, just sends the Giants to the World Series. And he's like, this is the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. Right. Um, Barry Zito. Was him. an okay pitcher. He pitched the greatest game he could possibly pitch in 2012 that helped the Giants go to a World Series. Like, it's best game ever. Mm. Like, on the stage that it mattered the most because he changed fundamentals in his rut and he did things around. Like, if you look back at my tweets, you can go all the way back and go, oh my God, Barry Zito's pitching? 
oh my God, we lost this. It's done and over. And I remember like the game starting going, Barry Zito, you better pitch the best game of your entire career. Mm -hmm. And he did. And I was like, you know what? I take that back. Thank you for doing that. Because he changed something different. He did something different than like what's known. How many times do we hear about players like, oh man, they're not really doing stuff like they used to. They balled out. They Mm -hmm. did this. They became great. Right? Like it happens with everyone, you know, and everything. Like I said, there's hundreds upon hundreds of stories of people doing you know, being great or doing nothing and then all of a sudden being great in that one instance and that won them an award or won them a championship or won them one thing. Like, you, know? uh, you have a close uh, one too is Andre Iguodala. Like, he wasn't the best yeah. player on your team the whole year. Or Sean Livingston. Yeah, but <laughs> when it came to the NBA Finals, he was more impactful than your best players at the time, Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, he everything like finals that, MVP. and then he won the finals MVP. Does that mean he's the best player on all both teams? No, he was just that best player at that time, right? And he made the most impact. So I get he, what you're saying. He went through yeah. his mechanics. He reset. He did everything again. He tried a little bit harder. He made an effort. You know, he probably learned some things from Steve Kerr. And like, got some advice from him, saying like, "Do this instead of this." You know, like, obviously, we don't know the little stuff that goes on behind it. But there's, like, there had to have been something for him to change. Yeah. You know, there's always something for you to change something. Yeah. You know, whether you realize it or not. You know, and the point is to, like, try to catch on to it now. If How you many titles you guys have four? Recently? Uh, or is it three? Because I know you went back-to-back with... One three. Okay. We went five times. We well, three. I'm talking about recently because I'm thinking like I yeah. know you guys were. We went we went five times in a row. Yeah, we won three. Got you. Okay. Um, because we won the first one, we lost the second one. Oh yeah. We won two after that, and that's four. And, and then, then we played against Toronto, Toronto which sucks because we just hit injuries all through oh, that. Yeah. Like if man, if KD stayed, if only KD. Yeah, if only KD stayed. You, not stayed, but like stayed healthy. Yeah. You guys would have won that series. For, for sure. If if Tonson didn't get injured, we probably would have had, like, we would have scraped. It would have been, like, a scrape all the way to the end. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And if we won it, like, we used to scrape by. Like, that, that'd be the only reason why. But, yeah. Uh, trust me. I was, like, look at the stats, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, this is the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, all, everything happens, you know. Everyone goes through ruts. Everyone experiences failure. Everyone, like, but you're supposed to. You essentially have to in life. You know, it's what you do after that. It's what you learn from it and move forward. It's like, that's what's going to get you better. Absolutely. You know, and this applies to anything and everything. Like, this isn't like just a sports thing. I know we talk about sports a lot. I know we talk about movies a lot. But it isn't just focused on that. Like, your job, your everyday life, the stuff you do every single day. If you're doing the same thing every single day and you're fine with it, cool. There's Don't change anything then. If you want to experience new things, if you want to go on that trip... Start setting money aside or start right. cutting stuff out of your life that you right. don't need. Right. You know, I don't watch cable. I haven't watched TV in like, I don't know how long, but I bought Hulu and I'm watching all my shows before. I'm not paying for cable. I'm paying for Hulu. Yeah. But I partnered it up with the Disney Plus thing. So I'm getting it at a discounted price. Right. You know, so like that's something smarter that I did. You know, I'm watching more of this and like doing less of this. Like I'm not playing video games as much, which is probably better because I wasn't doing much. At least with the TV show, I'm like, oh, now I can talk with different people about different things. You know? Yeah, at least oh. for me, when I watch a TV show, I get more ideas. I get 
inspired more and i'm like oh i like the way they did that maybe i can do that right i mean like i was shitting on tiktok for the longest time i'm like i'm really like scrolling through tiktok for like 30 minutes now you know i'm getting more ideas like damn that was really clever what they did right there oh that uh, it's kind of cheesy but that's fine whatever like i'm learning spinning and make my own approach like Yeah. yeah like i'm learning new things on like how to do stuff you know everyone has to like change things and do things differently mm-hmm. if you do the same thing every single time like i said the high school mentality like you're not gonna achieve anything you'll peak don't get me wrong you'll hit a spot you know you might like ball out and do something else but you're not gonna achieve anything else if you don't learn to do other yeah, stuff it's like those high school phenoms you know if you're great in high school and you're dominating high school but if you don't change your approach and say okay there's hundreds of more high school phenoms when you can get to college that are going to be on the same level as you, then you're not going to be. You're going to start dwindling down and saying, well, why am I not successful anymore? But I get what you're saying. You got to keep growing. You know, you, you can't be complacent. The, the best advice, because we're going to wrap this up because we went on way longer than I wanted to. Um, but there's a lot to talk about. The best oh. advice I can give you is... Whatever you're doing, there's someone that's better than you. There's someone that's put in more time than you. There's someone that's just more naturally talented than you, um, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if you think you're the best, even if you think you're number one, there is always someone better than you. Okay? The easiest way to look at that is sports. Okay? The most dominant force in all of basketball was LeBron James. Let me, let me explain. Time. No, it, not all oh, time. Oh, sorry. but I'm saying like in like the last, let's say like five, ten years, right? Yes, he. Okay, yes. Would you put KD above him? How oh, we shouldn't get into it. But I'm that. saying like it's that's something where yeah. like it made you think about it. You didn't hesitate for any minute. You know, you didn't go, oh no, no, not even close. Like, but that's something like KD could push above him. Kawhi Leonard could push above him. True. You know. Like, those people have the capacity to go above LeBron James, you know, in anything. Yeah. So, like, and that's one instance. Like, we're talking baseball. We're talking football. We're talking any of those things. There's right. always Eventually an instance. Eventually, someone's going to be better than Michael Yeah, Jordan. like, even if you think you're the top, even if you think you're LeBron James, he knows he can't rest, and he knows he has to learn different things. He had to pick up a jumper, right? Yeah, true. Um, to get better, to, yeah. like, start competing again with different people. No, for sure. Like, so, I- like, that's... That's what I'm talking about. Like, even if you think you're the best, even if you think you're number one at your job, work at, some shit, you at your job, like you can be better. You can do better. Yeah. Like, you can achieve no higher. Perfect. It's like, yeah. it, this is like, this is essentially your wake up call for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we are what? 11 days in the new year, 11 days in the decade. Like, what are you going to do a month from now? Or I'd say a week from now, a month from now, right? a year from now, right? five years from now, a decade from now. Right? Like, where are you going to be at? People, people living in their, like, there's, there's a guy on, like, TikTok who was like, I quit my job at the coffee shop. Like, my Spotify's blowing up. My YouTube's blowing up. My TikTok's blowing up because people like what I do. Mm-hmm. Because I decided to put something out and then, like, it started to level off and people said, there's nothing new. And he's like, then I brought in my hot wife, you know, and, like, other shit. Like, those are his words, so weren't my words, <laughs> right? Um, He's like, and now, like, shit's, like, blowing up again. We're just doing whatever. We're just living our life. Like, he did something different. He changed it up. Yeah. You know, granted, he's older, and he probably understood that he hit a rut. But, like, kids can understand this. You know, 
teenager can understand this. Ad- young adults, adults our age, you know, older generation, anyone can understand that, like, you can do something different, you know, and achieve something different and do more. Right. Like, being in a rut is not the end. It's not. Okay? Like, it sucks. It, it sucks. It does suck. It, like, <laughs> sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> it fucking right? sucks. <laughs> but, like, it's not the end because you can always change something and do For something sure. different, you know? Kiwan's gone through it. I've gone through it. Like, we're probably going to hit it again at some point in our lives. Absolutely. You know, I don't doubt that. There's probably going to be another point where I'm like, fuck, I'm in a rut right now. Like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not doing anything for like a week, two weeks, a month, a year, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know? But that doesn't change like what you're going to do after that. Yeah. You know, it's what you learned from it before. Like, if I hit a rut now with baseball, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me go back because I know how to change this. I know how to fix this, right? If it's something in life related, like, like what happened last year like fuck like i had to change everything right i had to restart everything and redo everything again you know and now i'm back like hey i'm driving again like what's up yeah what's up (laughs) what no i'm joking um but yeah so like that's the best advice i can give you it's like even if you think you're number one you're not yeah like you might be in that brief instance you might be at the top you might be like employee of the month are you employee of the month all the time Right, because you don't know someone, they'll hire someone next month, and they're doing the exact same thing as you, even better, and now... Right, are you, are you employing the month at your job, or are you employing the month, are you employing the month at corporate? Like, or are you running your own business? Right. Like, what would you rather be? What would you rather be doing? You know, so everything changes. You got anything else to add to this? Yeah, um, way longer than I thought we wanted to. At least what I've been, like, put it in my brain to help me be more assertive is, number one, I was talking to Ahmed. We were on the phone because his aunt just died. Oh, shit. Yeah, not the one, uh, Aunt Linda. Oh. Um, But we were talking, and I told him what basically helped me. This is, you can call it whatever you want about this approach. But basically, I say... Basically, in a sense, no one's going to give a fuck about what happened to you, in a sense. No one's going to give you a handout because this happened to you or this happened to you. They're going to be like, well, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's the best they can do for you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be, oh, like, do you want some, you know, do you want this grant because this happened to you? Or do you want this loan because this happened to you? No, they're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry that happened. You know, so I put in my brain, no one's really going to give a fuck about you. So you going to have to own up and say, fuck it. I'm just going to have to grow from this and stop dwelling about it. Um, And then my last thing is uh, Will Smith recently, he was on one of these interviews and he said, no one is ever going to know your path. No one ever. He, he, He told a story about his mom. After his song, Parents Don't Understand, came out, his mom was like, hey, like, maybe you should apply for some colleges, you know, like, you need to get into college. And he looking, he heard in his head, he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So he told his mom, I'm not doing it. His mom told him, okay, you're not going to, you're not going to be successful in this. You're not going to be successful Mm -hmm. in this. So they gave him a year to prove that he was successful in it. And then that's when he got, um, that's when his album came out, I think. That came like triple platinum or something. And that's when he got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So 
my whole point is which he got that by the way off like a fluke where yeah. some guy was like just go audition right now for this guy at a party and he's like what no Quincy Jones yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying follow your own path you know whatever you feel like you need to do you need to do and but you also need to be aware and say okay I can't keep doing the same shit right every single day if you want to do different shit so yeah follow follow your heart don't yeah. let anyone but tell you thing, how like, to even do if that. like that doesn't work out for you like keep pursuing Absolutely. keep changing things differently Absolutely. like just because like if you go the youtube route for music right and it doesn't work out for you there's spotify there's soundcloud right there's tiktok which is like that's the whole nother thing that i'll get into later um, but there's so many different ways on like how you can reach out. You can go back to the corner and hand out CDs again of your music. Like right. not many people do that. It's something unique and different. You know, you might just hire hire a bunch of people that dance and like, hey, just dance in my music video. Yeah. You know, and I'll just I'll put it on here. But it was you know? your vision. Yeah. Right? But it was like, yeah. but you'd have to do something different. Like you still have to work for it, but you have the power to change all that. You right. know, the only one that's going to change you being in a rut is you. Absolutely. So there's no one else. Like we can give you all the stuff to help you, but unless you start doing stuff, like you're not going to get out of that rut. For sure. I agree. Right. Is that good to end it on that? Yep. Yep. Sign off. All right. Your motivational speakers, Jorge and your boy Kiwizy (laughs) coming to a dear new year. Oh my God. All right, we're going to end this before they start shooting up the place. shooting outside. All right, I need to go watch my game. I'm yeah, already late. My game's already on. pacing and shit. Hey, shut up. We're going to win. I feel good about us, all right? And if they don't, then you'll hear me cry on the next track because I'm not happy about it and I don't want to talk about it. But you guys have a great rest of your week-ish whenever you listen week-ish, to this. day, whatever. Like, remember what we said. Take it a heart because I mean it and I'm calling you out on your bullshit right now. All right? Like, yeah, I mean it. Especially you right there with the brown hat. All right? Um, I know what the shit that you're into. Um, But, yeah. Anything else? Mm, No? All right. We'll catch you guys in episode 23. Right? It's 22. I don't know. One of those episodes. One of the episodes. All right. We'll be there. All right.